Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Professor Arnold Joseph Toynbee, a British historian whose 12 volumes set the analysis of the rise and the fall of civilizations published between 1934 and 1961, is the synthesis of world history. Based on what he called the universal rhythms of the rise, the flowering, decline of individual civilizations, Professor Toynbee asserted every civilization at some point comes to a time of trouble. And when that civilization comes to this point and this time of trouble, it reaches out for some higher power to help it. There's never been a people whom when all other hope is lost, do not plead earnestly with God. Professor Toynbee asserted that even the communists believe in God when there's no one else left. We plead with God in time of trouble. We profess faith in a supreme being. But it's not just any old supreme being that we hope in. It's not just any old creator it's not just any old supreme being who has created the earth. It's not any old supreme being that we have created out of our own imaginations. It is not any old supreme being of last resort. Our God is the God who has revealed Himself. He has revealed Himself unto us, not only in His acts and works of creation, but more specifically in the divine books of God's revelation in which He has told us of Himself. He is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Amos, the God of John the Baptist. I believe. I believe in the Father Almighty, the God of our salvation, as Paul says. This God is portrayed to us in the words of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places even as He chose us in Himself before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and live blamelessly before Him. When God made man, God made man perfect. And God lived in perfect unity and perfect intimacy with His Father who had created Him. God was a father to this man and this man was a child unto God. And this relationship was perfect and it was beautiful until man fell into sin. And much like a prodigal son, man says unto God, I'm not going to stay home anymore. I'm not going to do as I've been told. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And the man left his father's home. So the prophets of old might say it would be true. We have all, like sheep, have gone our own way. We have all turned to our own way. No sooner did man fall into sin than the, than the father's heart yearned to fix this. God tells us even in paradise, God was ready to fix the problem. That God would send us a Savior. The entire Old Testament revolves around this promise. 
The entire Old Testament revolves around this promise of God sending a seed, of sending a Savior unto mankind to fix our relationship. The Old Testament tells us who this is going to be. The Old Testament tells us when this is going to be and where it was going to be and how He would make His appearing. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the God of our salvation. And I believe in Jesus Christ, His Son, who is also the God of our salvation. About this God, Paul writes, when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, born under the law to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption as sons. And thus Jesus came. And He devoted years to public ministry and the declaration of this truth unto the world. He revealed Himself again and again. He revealed Himself by beautiful life, by the deeds of love that He did, by the proclaiming of the eternal truths of God the Father Almighty, by the miracles He wrought with His own hand in redeeming creation and bringing us closer unto the day when all things will be made right. He declared that the Son of Man had come to seek and to save that which was lost. He allowed sinful men to lay Him upon a cross and to take His life. This unstained man of unstained personal guilt was allowed to take our guilt upon himself. And he entered into great passion and he suffered and he died on the cross and paid the price that we owed. He shed his own sinless blood that we might have redemption, that we might be adopted into the family of God. Thus Paul says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, He predestined us for the adoption according to His good pleasure of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace in which He has bestowed unto us in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through the blood of the forgiveness of the trespass according to the riches of His grace. I believe in God the Father Almighty. I believe in God's only Son, the God of our salvation, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. The God of our salvation, who has planned for our salvation, who has affected our salvation, who has delivered unto us the knowledge of the truth that has granted us the salvation in Jesus' blood. Ephesians 1, Paul continues, We who are the first in Christ might be the praise of His glory. In Him, you also, when you have heard the truth, the gospel of our salvation... And when you believe in Him, we are sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit who is the guarantor of our inheritance until we acquire full possession of it. The Spirit of God, the third person of the Holy Trinity, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who goes abroad in the world with this message of salvation, He takes one here and one there and one from over here. He takes them by the hand and leads them unto the top of Calvary and through the Gospel tells them who Christ is and what He was done and gives us the faith that we might believe this amazing good news that God has sent His Son for the forgiveness of our sins. He takes them onto the top of Calvary where three crosses stand. And on this middle one hangs the Son of God who became man, who as the God-man gave Himself for the redemption of mankind. We do not believe this of our own accord. We believe it because the God of our salvation, 
The Holy Spirit of God has delivered this good news unto us that we might believe it, that we might grasp onto it, that we might take hold of the promise of adoption as sons. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the God of our salvation. We learn these beautiful words that our God is not some vague spirit. God is not some unknown power out in the universe that we invoke to curse or to bless upon a whim. Our God is living. Our God is real. Our God is personal. Our God is triune. He is the God of our salvation. He is the author of it. He is the perfecter of it. He is the finisher of it. He is the gifter of that faith. And not when all is lost. But because in Him everything is gained. Thanks be to the God of our salvation, says Paul. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before Him. If you stand with the children of God before the Almighty Throne, if you give reverence and worship unto the God of our salvation, then your heart must be glad and say, God, what can I do in order to express my love? What can I do in order to express my gratitude? What can I do to express my appreciation for all of this unmerited kindness given unto me? And then God points unto His holy word. And here is His will for our lives. Here is the beautiful life of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Here's the, the lives of the saints. Those who had gone before us, that we might see their lives and emulate them. Here is the glorious Sermon upon the Mount. Let this be your guide as you go to work. Let this be your guide as you live a life of the kingdom life. As you live as a child of God. Live as Abraham did before the fall. Live before Adam did before the fall. For life is not for fear. Life is not for struggle. Life is for salvation. The God of your salvation gives you that. That our life might be a grand te deum before the world. That we might be salt and light. That our light might be a great gloria patre. A gloria and excelsius, a song of thanksgiving and praise to the God who has delivered our salvation, an outpouring of love from the God who first loved you. May God help us all. May He give us the strength of an Amos, the life of a Baptist, that we might go forth in peace and in joy and strength of character to be the people of God, the heirs of the kingdom, for the living of a life worthy of the God of our salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.